I'm hopeful that we can give them some tools, equip them with some ideas, motivate them through some challenges to pick up where they are and not to feel like they have to regress in any of those areas, but just really embrace this notion of falling forward. Every single individual has a story to tell, and they're great stories that need to be heard. I want every listener to know they have the ability to change the world. Welcome to the 1720 Podcast. Hey, welcome to the first episode of the 1720 Podcast. I'm Stuart, along with my co-host, Kevin. Excited to be on this journey with you. And me too. And I tell you what, no first episode of a podcast would be complete without diving in deeply into the question of why are you guys doing a podcast? So let's talk about um, how we came up with the name 1720 and what that means to, to each of us and why that's resonated in the context of the name of our podcast. So I'll, I'll kick it to you first to, to start us off with that. Yeah, we took a lot of time trying to think through what the name would be, had a few good ideas. And then the more we looked into 1720 and let it, let our hearts rest on it, it just seemed like the right choice. And it's derived from Matthew 1720 that says, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Um, and it's, you know, moving mountains is motivational. It's, it's a call to action, have faith and move forward. And I think that's something that really is fundamental in what we try to do in our lives and what we want to try to come across on this podcast. Well, and as we were kicking names back and forth, this one ended up on the table. And as my recollection was that this was the one that like spoke to your heart. And, 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 and the reason for that, I think is sort of underlying in some of the work you do on a daily basis. And so let's talk a little bit about, about that and, and why mountain moving, just that, that idea in its own right strikes the chord with you specifically. Moving mountains deri is derived from scripture, but it's really taken its own life form in my life. Uh, for years now, I've been using it as a term of endearment almost, um, as a call to action, um, referencing somebody as a mountain mover. Um, it's it, it's ingrained in conversations that I have. Um, we set up in our office last year a Walk the Talk Mountain. Um, you know, it's it's a peer group of mine. That's the name of our peer group. So it's really grown its own life form of just positive momentum, positive motivation. Um, it's the desktop background screen to my laptop. It's just it's it's integral to the things I do, what I stand for as a leader, what I stand for as a human. Um, and it's in, it's involved in those daily motivation emails that I send out each workday to a, a list of leaders in the Metroplex and nation. Um, so it, it's everywhere around my life. And it's always funny when I see somebody else start using the term and, and catching on to it. It's, it's always fun to see that branching off a little bit. Well, and, and can, can, I want to contrast that with some other options that we put on the table and then explain how this, this really ended up be the one that resonated most with, most with us. And I, I, one of the other options that we kicked around was this notion of ground effect. Uh, and that was actually one of the titles we kicked around. Uh, and, and this is an aeronautical term that really talks about the last sort of few feet before you land a plane are the most difficult. And when you put this notion of like the ability to move mountains together with this sort of competing notion that it's really the last part of it that's hard. Like everyone can 
have an idea or be spurned in their gut to do something, but putting it into action, landing the plane, or in this specific instance in the context of Matthew 7, 20, moving the mountains is really, really just based on your faith to do it. And, and faith sort of resonates in a few different contexts here, but faith that you can do it, faith that some, something inside of you can do it. And so one of our hopes through this podcast is that we can kind of get you through the last few feet to land the plane or have enough faith uh, in yourself to pick it up and move the mountain and, and make a change. And there's just so much impact that the change can have for people. And, and really, at the end of the day, I don't think, Kevin, you jump in here if you want, but I don't think our goal is that the entire world is changed. The goal is that one person has changed. That's right. And not just finish, but start. I hope it sparks action for somebody, you know, through some words that are shared, uh, guests that come on that share their wisdom and testimony, um, somebody that can relate to it or just prompts them to move forward on something. Maybe they've had an idea, kind of like this podcast idea that you and I have kicked for several months. We're taking action now. And it, it, it even speaks into us taking that first leap of faith into this journey. Um, so it, it coincides with all the pillars that that we stand on. Well, and that's a good there's, – there's two points of segue out of that sentence or two there. And let, one is guests, right? And so we could talk in a moment about – about that. And I think we're both very, very blessed as, is the only right word there to say that our circles of influence and friends, uh, professionally, personally are filled with people who have rich testimonies, uh, who are robust in their belief system, uh, and have a lot to say and to speak into people's lives. And so I'm hopeful that we'll, we'll come back to in a second, but I'm hopeful that by and through hearing from some of our friends, frankly, uh, people will hear things and be spurned on to, to move mountains. Um, but let's talk first about sort of this notion that there are a few things on our podcast that we're going to be touching on. Uh, we, we, we've been calling them pillars, um, but just core tenets that we're going to try to focus on. So let's, let's kick through those a little bit just to give folks a flavor for where this is headed content wise, uh, where we're headed here. Let's, let's just pick up on a few of those. Kev, you want to take a couple? Yeah. So the, the main ones that we have are faith, family, work, impact, and growth. And when reflecting on those, they're they're ingrained in our lives. And so it's easy to translate them into this podcast because they're the pillars that we stand on in our everyday lives. So communicating that through a podcast hopefully helps others with all those categories. I know me personally, I find seasons where I'm too focused on just work and that work-life balance suffers and I need to be more focused on family. So maybe a guest comes in and talks family first and it sparks like, oh man, I need to focus more on that side of things. So I'm hoping the diversity between faith, family, and work, you know, and the impact and growth behind them will help people be more well-rounded. Well, I mean, I, my expectation is that our, our demographic for listening is not ch- children and teenagers, right? Like this, is, our focus here, I think, is just really honed in on folks in and around our life stage, people who are married, people who are growing in their faith, people who are evolving in their workplace. And I'm hopeful that we can give them some tools, uh, equip them with some ideas, motivate them through some challenges to pick up where they are um, and not to feel like they have to regress in any of those areas, but just really embrace this notion of falling forward. Um, and that's something that I've talked with with a few of my friends in the past, which is this notion that you don't have to pick up everything where you are, throw it all on your back and just 
hammer it forward. You just have to go forward. And sometimes that means just falling down and picking yourself back up. And even through that very simple, frustrating process, it's movement. Right. Um, and so I'm hopeful that we can do that for folks in, in and around our life stage and phase, in and around um, our work stages and phases uh, to change folks, to change lives, to change families, uh, and to change workplaces for the better, um, where people wake up excited to see their their wife and their kids, people wake up excited to head off to the office and feel motivated that their 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 uh, their work is a calling, um, and people are are using those tools to impact those around them on a daily basis. And they all complement each other. When I get stronger in my faith, I get stronger at work. When I get stronger in my faith, I get stronger at home. When I'm stronger at home, I'm stronger at work. Um, they all are intertwined with each other and help me grow as a leader and a father uh, and a, as a brother in Christ. Um, so they're, they're, they complement each other really well. That's a really good point, actually. The, uh, this, this, this notion of uh, doing a podcast is um, interesting to me for a variety of reasons. And one of the sort of unsung heroes of social media uh, podcasting, your YouTube channel, whatever sort of format or venue or form you're in, is this notion of a community. Um, a community of listeners, a community of watchers, a community of, of commenters, etc. Uh, and so I think one of the things that I'm, I'm excited about is expanding that because you and I both have, I sort of referred to it earlier, our, like our sphere of influence of people that we see and we get to communicate and interact with on a daily basis. Um, and I'm excited to see how those listeners translate this to new listeners who then find themselves in groups of people who are encouraging them. Not not just hearing from us, but this notion that b- perhaps by and through listening to us and c- interacting with other listeners can pick each other up and encourage each other. Uh, and, and maybe this has more momentum to it than just you know, the, the people that we can touch every day and communicate with and email with and check in on and text and say hello and ping and all that, that we begin to have a broader reach for our folks and then a broader reach for their folks too, you know? Absolutely. I think it's going to really make an impact uh, for myself um, growing as a leader, um, hearing you, hearing guests come in and their stories and testimonies. So much like the daily motivations, I'm a student before a teacher. So I'll be a student of these podcasts and these will evolve into something uh, more and more fine tuned over time. Um, And hearing diverse perspectives in order for myself to grow um, is a definite positive of starting this journey. Well, let's, uh, uh, let's take a bit of a detour. I mean, I'll, well, I have a tendency to kick it to you, so I'll just kick it to you to go first. But let's tell a little bit of our stories, right? Because folks who are listening are just hearing a couple of voices coming through their speakers. But who are the two guys behind the mic? Who is Kevin? Let's start there. So I've been in Texas for about 10 years, moved here f- from Chicago. Um, at the time, I was single and no kids and um, had an opportunity uh for work to advance my career and just jumped on it. And since then, there's been no looking back. These past 10 years have been an absolute blessing. Um, along the journey, I've made some great connections uh, and work that that translate over into my personal life. I get to work with some of my closest friends uh, in the industry, and that's just such a blessing. 
I met my wife here, um, so I'm married with a two-and-a-half-year-old uh, daughter named Quinn. Um, and my wife and I met at an apartment building where we lived across from each other. And uh, one day I took my dog out, and at about 530, uh, she was taking her dog out at the grass patch of our apartment building. And after our first conversation, I looked at my watch. I'm like, I don't care what's going on at work. I will be in this grass patch at 530. That's funny because I've never heard that story before. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. So little did I know she was doing the same thing. So she wanted to be there. And we naturally, well, I don't know if that's naturally, we started seeing each other more often <laughs> and finally went on a date and the rest was history. That's so, awesome. There's been so many positives in Texas. I, I love being here. Um, I miss my family in Chicago still to this day, but, uh, Texas is definitely home for me. Yeah. Um, and a big thing with the faith pillar that we stand on, um, I wasn't saved until 2012. So, um, that was something that, you know, the Bible belt of Texas helped me get to, of getting to church, uh, getting prompted, uh, to, to start growing in my faith and making that big time decision back in 2012. Yep, that's uh, welcome to the Bible Belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so my story is completely different than that. Um, Perfect. <laughs> this is the beauty of it, right? I've uh, I've always well, I've not always lived in Texas, but for the most part, I've always lived in Texas. I had a small hiatus living in Wyoming for a couple of years, which that story gets told at some other point. I'm sure it's not sorted or weird. It's just like eh, I lived in Wyoming for a couple of years, but um, grew up in Southeast Texas. Went to high school there. Played a ton of basketball. Uh, cause this little tiny elementary, this little tiny high school I went to out there, nobody cared about football. Uh, the gym was packed on Tuesdays and Friday nights. And so I grew up loving basketball and, uh, made my way over to Houston for undergrad and then eventually to Baylor law school, uh, down in Waco, uh, to get my law degree. And, uh, I will never in my life forget the moment when, uh, Ashley, my wife and I met at law school. It was like a uh, first or second day of law school. And we had, a. uh, at the time, I didn't know anyone in law school, so I had just kind of buddied up next to some guys, and we were chatting with this guy who was uh, had been in a fraternity at the University of Texas, and I was talking with him, and Ashley recognized him because she's a Longhorn also, so she walked over to say hello to him, um, and I would say the rest is history, but it wasn't. It was a, a, a clunky sort of next couple of years <laughs> that, again, that story will probably get told some other time, but it was a clunky Next couple of years, uh, until eventually we started dating, um, in our last year of law school and, uh, moved to, she had a job moving to Dallas for work. And so I found a job moving to Dallas for work too. And, uh, we were married in 2005. Um, now we have, uh, three kids, a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a seven year old baby girl, two boys, boy, boy, baby girl. Uh, and Ashley has since long since uh, stopped practicing law and is crushing it at home. <laughs> And, um, and, uh, so yeah, it, that's the short version of a, a long, interesting couple of detours in that story. But, but that's us. I was, uh, my grandfather passed away in, uh, when I was in the fourth grade and, um, I can, this is what, you know, there's like the, those moments in your life, like you can see it, you know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, I, I can, I can see it. I was sitting about 15 pews back, a little left of center at a revival, uh, in a midweek revival at a Southern Baptist church called Call Junction Baptist Church uh, and responded to like the altar call in the fourth grade. And I spent the better part of the next fourth grade would be, what is that, four, 10 years old? 
yeah, I got a 10 year old. I uh, spent the better part of the next 20 years just feeling like I'd checked a box and I was done. Uh, and then thankfully, Ashley and all of her, um, infinite wisdom, like coaxed me into the doors of a church here in Dallas that, um, was meeting at a high school and they sang not out of the Southern Baptist hymnal and they dre- and they wore their shorts and flip flops to church and I hated it every minute. <laughs> and, uh, Eventually, I realized that what was going on over there wasn't uh, the Antichrist, that they actually kind of had it going on. And we started talking about what it meant not to check a box, but to live every day with Christ. And uh, so the last, that was when we moved to Dallas. So the last 15 years, plus or minus, call it, uh, my walk has changed. And I would dare say I'm an infinitely better husband and an infinitely better father because of it. Um, Because my bent is to be frustrated, angry, and impatient. Uh, and that's a battle I fight every day. But um, the, the fact of the matter is it's not as much of a struggle as it used to be. Um, and so we live uh, in a house with three kids. And for the most part, we're growing and learning and teaching uh, and look forward to waking up every morning and putting on my dad clothes and putting on my work clothes and putting on my husband clothes and doing the best job I can. So that's that's the evolution of becoming a dad. It's just it's the best job I have going on right now. You know, it, it just puts a lot of things in perspective. So yeah. I can relate to that. Well, and you start, we'll, hit, we'll come back to this for weeks and weeks and weeks as we plod through all these topics. But there are so many great things about the detours of our stories and what we've learned through them. And this notion, I can remember standing in my office um, talking to a guy one day, and he was going through a, a marital class, uh, and he had had enough of them talking about this notion of sanctification. He said, this is just a big Bible word and I've had enough of it. And I was like, well, it's just a big Bible word that people talk about. Then here's what it means. And we began to talk about this notion that it's sharpening you every day and it's exposing your flaws and creating these opportunities to resolve weakness and all this. And he was like, Oh, well, that's kind of awesome. And I think there are lots of stories around that, that I have no doubt that, uh, over the ensuing weeks and months and years we will hit. But, um, Okay, so let's pivot from this. Pivot has been uh, one of my favorite words over the course of the last nine to twelve months. And you so, must watch Silicon Valley. No, it's not from that. It's actually from a, I think it's a Wall Street Journal podcast that was hosted by Will I Am, and they were actually talking. It's a, it's a cross market opportunity on accident. They were talking about uh, industries that pivot, and Will I Am was talking about how he pivoted uh, into the black eyed peas, and then out of that into headphones and all this stuff, and just uh, and then they started talking with other industry leaders about how they could foresee a problem down the road or a challenge or an opportunity technologically usually to pivot into it. And uh, pivot's an interesting word right now because I feel like we're sitting here in the middle of a global pandemic, uh, everyone wondering what's going to happen. And there will definitely be uh, conferences inside of conference rooms, meetings in conference rooms where people are talking about the pivot that they're going to have to make to, to solve problems. Um, I'm doing it every single week. Yeah. If not every single day. Yeah. And fixing things in a new way that they've never had to be fixed and viewing problems. And so this notion of pivot is, I say it too much, but I think about it a lot. Um, but in any event, let's pivot to why. Let's talk about why we're doing this. We sort of jumped in as to how we got a name. We've sort of worked through the things we're hoping to talk about and who we are and why we're here. Um, but let's talk uh, a little bit more about the, why this notion of podcasting is interesting and this, why this format's interesting and why we, why we sort of ended up here doing this. Well, you alluded to earlier the daily motivations that I've sent sent out. Um, I've been doing those for about five years, and it started internal with our team. Just a couple team members just sending a daily encouragement quote and just ended like that. 
over the years, it's evolved outside of our office walls to friends, colleagues, um, family. Um, and it goes out every single day and it's just a level of accountability as that daily motivation list grows that I need to go find a nugget of wisdom to share, um, and then share my thoughts on it. And, um, the feedback I get from what I call the DM dominators, they're like, when are you going to take a next step? When are you going to look into what's next? And that's been resonating with me and percolating for a while. And then you had some aspirations of starting a blog or kind of taking a next step too. And so I kind of held you to it. And then we started planning on this podcast deal. Um, and so now, now we're getting it going and it's just, I want to keep being a student and a teacher. I want to keep growing as a leader. I want to keep growing as a father, growing as a husband. And I feel like this is a great tool to do that uh, by getting out of my comfort zone, uh, sharing some wisdom, uh, learning from you, learning from guests, and uh, trying to move mountains. Well, and that, you're right. I, I forget exactly what the email was, but I had an email from one of the handful of remaining weekly newsletters I get that was something about starting a podcast or maybe it was about starting a newsletter actually. And I forwarded it to you with the intention, honestly, of like encouraging you. And then this gets quickly, I'm rubber, you're glue. What you say bounces off of me and sticks on you sort of a thing. And we're, we're sitting at a papacitas talking about a podcast all of a sudden. Um, and, and the reason it like speaks to me, the why is it speaks to me, I guess, if you will, for conversational purposes is, that I think everybody has a great story. And there are two there are two podcasts that I listen to that I, I hear stories like this from people that are they have interesting stories but are just like unattainably, you know, like you, you don't pick these folks, pick up the phone and call these folks. But and yet when I hear them telling their stories, I think, well, I know stories better than that. Um one one of them is how I built this with Guy Raz. He is does a fairly NPR style podcast about people who started uber and things like this right and uh you just hear their stories and they're cool but i'm like man, i know kevin he's got a better story than that you know and then i hear um there's there's another one that is um that that talks about um i think it might it might be an nbr uh, npr cast i think it's called story core and they would just get common people on and talk about just what was it like during the war just real general, basic toss-out questions. And um, when I listen to those, I just think, I know people like that. And I love a good story. And I think everybody's story, everybody's story is interesting. And everybody's story has something in it that you can pick out and that you can hear and either be challenged with by it. Uh, you can have hope by hearing it. Uh, you can have your heart changed by knowing them. Um, and at the end of the day, all of those things go into this soup of moving mountains. Um, if I could give you, if I could tell you their story, if you could hear it from them, if you could understand how they built a business or made a change or came to faith or grew out of a relationship that was stinky that got awesome or whatever it is, if you can hear that, uh, then you, you may think I can do it too. And it might be, oh, wow, I'm not alone out there. You right. know, something might resonate with somebody that's going through a struggle and you, myself, or a guest show the other side of that. Like we will get through this. Um, and 
just that comfort that, hey, I'm not alone out there. There's other people that are transparent and going through um, challenges in life, um, and I don't feel so alone after hearing that. I know I know, I get that from the various podcasts that I've listened to, like, oh, wow, that – you know, you got to just keep your head up and keep plowing forward, as you as you alluded to earlier. Um, that, that, that helps me with my podcast viewership. So um, I'm hoping we can do that for others. 